Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor and his friend gives you sports betting tips. I am Professor Sides. You can follow me and find all my picks on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Tuesday, January 4th, 2022, and this episode covers today's best college basketball spread bets. With me today again is my co-host Jake. Jake, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Doing all right myself. So quick recap of yesterday. My 1A pick, Iowa lost by three. Uh, they, they were up out ahead of the number, then kind of hit a lull, then came back in one, just couldn't quite get us to the windows. That was a little frustrating, but all of my B picks went three, one, and one. So a reminder to check those out in the Google sheet. That one tie, you know, we got off on the board right with Mississippi Valley State, but that one tie, Sam Houston State, I tweeted about this. I don't know if I've ever seen a 26-point lead turn to eight in three and a half minutes. I, I don't, I'm, I'm speechless. I, I, I watched it and I don't know what I was watching. It was insane. It, it, you know, you talk about the free throw shooting, right? And they did miss four yeah. free throws at the end. Careless turnovers. Uh, UT yeah. Rio Grande Valley just went, just took the ball away, went down, shot a three minute. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> took the ball away, went down. They shot a three miss, got the rebound, put the layup back. I mean, it, it was, I, I don't know if I've ever seen that. I don't know about you. But yeah, it, like I was going back through it. I wasn't able to watch it, but I was going back through the play by play and just going through it, you were like, what on earth were you doing, Sam Houston State? Like, get, get, like, just eat the clock and get fouled. I, I, mean, yeah. it doesn't, I don't understand. It, it's like it's but, like they put the backups in and the backups just didn't yeah. care. Or, or they, I don't know what happened. Uh, it, it's kind of reverse fate from Sam Houston, their previous game I backed them. And I think the exact opposite kind of happened. They were up like four late and you thought there was no way. And all of a sudden they won by like 12 and, and they covered a big number so. A real volatile team in the Bearcats there. So yeah. uh, hopefully, you know, we can avoid that fate today. If we have any any eight-point favorites today, they're up by 26. Hopefully they cover like they should, right? I, I would think that would be a very high likelihood. But, you, you know, obviously you can't predict it when that happens. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to add from yesterday, Jake? Well, I, I guess I need to eat, eat the egg that's on my face with Purdue. That was, that was rough. What's wild, I was going through the stats on it, and everything went like I thought it would. Like, you know, they out-rebounded them. They, out, they shot better from three. Wisconsin, Wisconsin had fewer turn, turnovers, but that was to be expected. It was just they couldn't stop Davis. And I guess I underestimated how great he is because, I mean, he would at half their points. And you would think the average basketball coach would be like, okay, let's just stop. Let's stop that guy. Or, or just, yeah. But nope. But, yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely a surprising result. I think we all kind of thought if Purdue wasn't going to cover, that they still might win easily. Um, not to lose outright like that, that was definitely a surprising result. And, and at home. The, yeah, at home, and, and it goes to the challenge of betting sports. Right, and just a key reminder here before we move on. You know, no team is ever as good as they look at their best, or as bad as they look at their worst. And that's the tough thing to balance out here is that you have to look at that game and say you have to knock Purdue a little bit. You have to bump Wisconsin a little bit. How much? And that's the tough question. And that's why I've built this model that I've done to try to help take the brain out of that because the brain has a hard time figuring that out. So um, that's what the model is trying to do is say, how do we assess this and not over or underreact? Yeah. And so that leads me right into my spiel here, right? In case you are new here, I have built this mathematical model to predict what the spread in total should be for every Division I college basketball game. That information, along with a graded A, B, or C pick for each of today's games, is available in that Google sheet that I mentioned. It's linked in the show's description. Picks that get an A are the ones I love. Picks that get a B are the ones I like. Picks that get a C are the leans 
However, please remember that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Please subscribe if you aren't already. And for those of you on YouTube, leave a comment about the play you like the most or the one you think we might be wrong on. Let's get to it. I have five A picks for you today on this podcast. So I'm excited. Some picks I've got some confidence in. Kicking us off at 6 p.m. Central, NC State at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is a 10-point favorite. I'm laying the 10, A-grade pick. The model thinks this should be Virginia Tech by 13 and a half. The model is 7-1 fading NC State. And of note, this is Virginia Tech's first game in 13 days. But based off of the research from last year, 13 days shows to be right around the cutoff for where maybe you have some COVID effects, but maybe you don't. And so I'm hoping that they don't have any effects at that two week. Once you get to two weeks is right around when we start seeing those effects. So hopefully that the layoff for Virginia Tech hasn't been too long and they can cover that big number. Jake, what do you think on this one? Uh. I mean, I think both teams, both teams have been having it rough. I think they're both like been on some COVID issues, and then they're both. I mean, they're two and eight combined over the last ten, and with yeah. Virginia Tech having both wins. Um, I mean, NC State is decent team. They're not terrible, but they're not good, and that's. I think that has a lot to do with uh, Deron Zebra. Zebra, not sure. He leads NC State's team and everything but blocks <laughs> and he doesn't block any a game which is just wild I mean that's points rebounds everything and somehow is an 18 percent three-point shooter wow like, yeah so he's averaging he averages a du- almost a double double I think it's like 19 points and 9.9 rebounds so and he's without shooting threes I think he's four of 22 on the year but wow. uh it's kind of impressive for him to be that high scoring and not shooting the ball well, but I think Virginia Tech's a very good defensive team. Um, it, I mean, I know they ended up losing a decent amount to Duke, but they gave Duke everything they wanted more, and Duke's up there for title favorites. And so I, and I think with them being at home, I, I know the COVID thing with the, the right around the two-week mark that you were pointing out, but being at home helps shake off some of that because you're able to shoot in the same gym you practice in. Absolutely. It's a good point. It's a good point. So you like Virginia Tech minus 10. I have an A grade pick on the same Virginia Tech minus 10. Starting us off there. Also at 6 p.m., Texas at Kansas State, the octagon of doom there. The model says Texas should be favored by four on the road. I'm taking Kansas State plus six and a half. That's about a two and a half point discrepancy, which is going to give me an A grade pick. On the Wildcats, uh, my key stat for you is my father went to Texas, watches Texas, and basically hates this team. So I'm just going to trust that he knows what he's talking about and uh, that they aren't good enough to yeah. go on the road. They did go on the road against West Virginia on Saturday and take care of business, but that was against a depleted West Virginia team who had uh, their best player and a couple other guys ruled out at the last minute. So hopefully that same fate doesn't happen here with Kansas State, but Kansas State did have their second best guy ruled out last minute against Oklahoma. So um, the key idea here, maybe wait on this one until closer to tip to know who's actually playing because this can really affect uh, what we think is gonna happen. But assuming everybody's at key strength, I think Kansas State can keep this game close at home. Uh, Jake, I think you disagree with me on here. So let's uh, let's hear your contrarian take. So I, I, I actually think this Texas team is getting better throughout the year, right? You brought in a new coach with Chris Beard who really rebuilt the team out of transfers. The guys that haven't played 
played together. And I think as you see them go throughout the year, they'll get better and better because the team is super talented. Like if you go like individual by individual, they have tons of talent and they've been pretty battle tested. I mean, they lost to Gonzaga and Seton Hall, both away from home. And that was a full full roster Seton Hall team who's a very good and somewhat underrated, even though they're a top 25 team. Um, this is kind of wild stat. Both Kansas State <laughs> or Kansas State um, it's not one a game of value, but lost two of their losses to the ranked teams were Illinois and Arkansas by the same exact score of 72 to 64. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Just, and they were back-to-back games. And I was like, that, that would just drive me nuts as a player to lose the same yeah. <laughs> back-to-back games with the same right. score. But I, I just – I don't think Kansas State has the talent to keep up with Texas, especially if they get rolling. But that's saying everybody's playing. Right, right. And, and we will talk about Seton Hall next, but real quick just to wrap up on this one. I think – if everyone's healthy, I think you have a real interesting clash of philosophies here because I do agree with you. Texas is the more talented team, but you have the, will the talent just win out? Or if you know Big 12 basketball, especially some of these really tough places to play, Iowa State's a tough place to play, Kansas State, obviously Kansas, West Virginia, Texas Tech, it's tough to go out to Lubbock. you got a lot of really tough places to play here in this conference, and road wins are really hard to come by especially road wins by more than six points. So you have a real class of philosophies here if you're trying to handicap this game. So uh, Jake, no disrespect there on the taking the team with the more talent that makes a lot of sense. The model is going the other direction if it's really hard to win on the road in the Big 12. I think it could go either way there. But yeah, key to make sure is who is playing in this game just because if Kansas State's missing their second leading score like they were against Oklahoma, that's going to uh, hurt them tonight. Uh, but speaking of Seton Hall, we were just talking about them uh, playing Texas. They are at Butler tonight, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, the model thinks Seton Hall should be a six-point favorite, so I have an A-grade pick on Seton Hall minus three and a half. My key stat for you on this one is that they are uh, that the model is six and two fading Butler. It has played against Butler a lot and mostly won. Butler is starting to play a little bit better. They're getting a little bit healthier, but I don't really like this Seton Hall team. And I know that road wins, as we talked about in conference, are difficult, but I think Seton Hall can go cover a short number here on the road. I, I just like Seton Hall. I don't, I don't know what else there is to say beyond that. What, what's your take? I'm the same way. I, I've watched the Seton Hall team a few times. I was trying to snag tickets for the Knights game, but couldn't pull that off. Um, but uh, Seton Hall is a very good team. I'm, they're, they're finally getting back from their COVID where their last two losses to both very good teams in Phil Nova and Providence, they were down to eight players total. I mean, that's that's tough to do. Like, you're just very thin. So they're only down two guys tonight. Unfortunately, both of them are big guys but I I don't think that's going to be in their way. I think they're going to handle Butler fairly easily. I I don't think Butler's um, good enough yet. They're they're getting better. It's just I don't think they've got it going yet, but I really think this Seton Hall team is undervalued and very underrated. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with you. Um, And it's just a key reminder, especially talking about these last two games, remember that you're betting – numbers not teams and that's I think it's a real key difference when you talk about three and a half four and a half five and a half six and a half it really matters here because I like Seton Hall here but 
you know, the fact that the reason, one of the reasons I like them tonight is that that number is so short at three and a half. I think that's an easier number to cover on the road than a, than a bigger number. So something to think about here, especially depending on when you're listening to this podcast, where the numbers might've moved to three and a half is a great number to lay. If it starts getting out towards five, six, I still think Seton Hall's the right side, but it's a lot tougher of an ask to win by more points there on the road. Yeah. Eight o'clock central time air force at colorado state colorado state is one of the final three unbeaten teams this season colorado state should win this game handily uh, the model has it as colorado state minus 17 but that gives me an a grade pick on air force plus 20 and a half that is a lot of points to win by especially given that Colorado State has not played in three and a half weeks, my model does apply a penalty for that COVID layoff. And in this case, it's about a two-point penalty. And so I like taking 20 and a half points with Air Force, just thinking that uh, Colorado State, while a, a good team uh, might not have the legs in them and or the desire to win by 21 or more, uh, especially just because they haven't played in so long. Uh, so Jake, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, my, my biggest thought on this is the rust order. And without knowing exactly who had COVID and like what what symptoms they had, you don't know if their best players or were actually had it or if they even had it. Did they have like no symptoms and really didn't affect them? So you don't know where the legs at. And twenty one's tough tough to do. And against a fairly decent Air Force team is is going to be really hard to pull off. So I'm with you on the Air Force thing, and it just I mean, I really think COVID is the entire reason of this. I, like, because I've been super surprised by Colorado State. Absolutely. Wasn't expected them this year. I, I, was, I mean, I kind of just skipped over them. I don't know if that's just me not ever really paying attention to Colorado State before, but I just like, oh, and, and then as I started digging into it, I was like, holy crap, this is a really good team. Yeah. And it will, like, I mean, it's not going to surprise me if they make some noise in March, but. Uh, for tonight, I'm leaning Air Force just because of rust. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good point. That Those COVID effects tend to affect the team in their first game back and sometimes in their second game back. Beyond that, we don't really see it. But, I mean, you make a great point, and that's what's really difficult here. And, and we see it in, in all sports. It's kind of wrecked havoc. When you have a bunch of people out, when you have these pauses, we don't know what's happening. Like I said, we don't know who has it, what sort of effects they have, what sort of lingering effects they may have. We don't know what they're doing. We know that when these teams have these shutdowns, they don't practice. And that's key because they're not getting to work together. They're not getting those same shooter on opportunities, but we don't know what they do, are doing. Are they going out and finding a way to get shots in somewhere else? Are they, are they still, are they working the, you know, some of these places it's cold, you can't run outside, but are they on the indoor yeah. treadmill at least, you know, we don't really know. Some of these guys, if they have COVID and they're asymptomatic, are they able to get those workouts in or if they're mild symptoms or if they're if they've got symptoms are they like there's no way I'm running and yeah. so my legs are going to be shot so we just don't really know and that's why we say that that mathematically we've looked at the data and some of these teams have a four or five point penalty at first game back some teams don't have as big of a penalty the average for three and a half weeks is about two points though so even yeah. without applying that I think 20 and a half is a lot what's the incentive yeah. to win by that we saw it last night I like the Arizona and Arizona played really yeah. well offensively didn't play well enough defensively to cover the number and and if uh, if you faded Arizona there you were in pretty good shape most of the night so same sort of thing here a lot of points in a conference game and then that rust like you said that cherry on top is to me what shifts it from a B grade pick to an A grade pick. 
Yeah, I mean, and also, like, even if these guys are didn't really have symptoms and had and were able to work out on the indoor treadmill or whatever else, there's a difference between in shape and game shape. Absolutely. Right? Like, all of a sudden, the adrenaline kicks in, you jump a little higher, you run a little faster early on, and then at the end of the game, your legs are gone because right. you've been playing harder than what you trained at. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and then we have one more for you tonight. Kind of a similar story here at 9 p.m. Long Beach State at Cal State Fullerton. Uh, Long Beach State has not played in over three weeks, a similar layoff. Model says Cal State Fullerton by 11 and a half. And so my last best bet for you here, a great pick on this podcast is Cal State Fullerton minus seven and a half. Kind of a similar story to that previous one in that when you have a team that's coming off such a long layoff, they are going to have a little bit of a hit. Cal State Fullerton already the better team. At home, they've played a lot more recently, so I think there's a lot to like here with Fullerton minus seven and a half. Jake, what's your take? Yeah, um, with the with the COVID break that Long Beach had, and then going on the road, that would be it's an extremely tough ask for them to beat a better team or to stay within a number, especially with if you compare to the only game you've got that they've played the same opponent. It was a 25-point loss for uh, Long Beach and a 10-point loss for uh, Fullerton. So that um, that's already 15-point difference in the same kind of environment. Um, so that's that's rough. And then it also seems that Long Beach State's allergic to defense. They're giving up 81, <laughs> 81-ish a game, and that's that's tough because that means you've got to be on the upper end of all scoring to to just win. They have gotten better over the last five and drop that number down to about 75, but that includes getting blown out by San Diego State. And so you don't know. I didn't personally watch the game, so I don't know how much San Diego State took their foot off the gas and a, a Division II opponent that they led up 69 against still. So it's, I, I just don't think they've got the defense or the legs tonight to keep Fullerton from doing whatever they wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. So we're both on Fullerton there, minus seven and a half. That's all we've got for you today. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Picks with the Professor. Remember, check out the Google Sheet for all picks on today's game. I have three more grade A picks and five B picks. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button for a new episode every weekday of the college basketball season. We will see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.